Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Dean McMurray, the military medium, and this is your daily dose of happy. We're so happy you decided to join us today, and as you can see, we are in day two of our new experiment with uh, StreamYard, uh, yeah. trying to give ourselves the ability to we have a different look on screen, and we're also trying to give us ourselves the ability to stream to live stream to multiple locations, and that's the big advantage to StreamYard. So that's why we're messing around with that. But uh, otherwise, that plus the fact that I'm I'm working from a different computer and I didn't have my music set up. So if you're expecting the music, sorry about that. No music this time. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're just trying to keep things uh, keep 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 our listeners on the toes. That's what we're trying to do. We're keeping our listeners that's, on the toes. That's right. Yeah. You know what we forgot? What's to that? Do Walt? What we do? You know what we forgot? What's that? I uh, just remembered this. Um, we forgot to do our our experiments that we were going to do and share oh, with yes. the listeners. I completely forgot about it until just now. And uh, I'm glad you remembered it because yeah, I didn't remember it. <laughs> I completely spaced it out. Of course, I was I was just sharing uh, with Walt before we you know came live. Is that <laughs> you know one one project turns into twenty? It seems like right. and and that's what it has for our household. <laughs> so we're, mm-hmm. we're in full project mode and, and yeah, completely spaced that out. Um, so well, that's yeah, all right. So, yeah. I, we I, can still do it. We can, yeah, we, we can still do it. it. I actually have something else, uh, cause I had forgotten about that as well. Yeah. And I, yeah. I have something else lined up that we can talk about for a bit and then maybe we can flip over to do that, you know, halfway yeah. through or something like that. Some, something. Okay. Um, also, uh, since we are now live streaming to multiple locations, we're going right now to, um, the LOA Today page on Facebook. We're going to the YouTube page for Facebook, uh, for, uh, LOA Today. And we're also going to a group, uh, that I created on Facebook. It's a small group. Um, but mainly the first two are where we're streaming to. And we're going to expand that as time goes on. So if you're tuning into the live stream and I just wanted to reiterate, Dean McMurray is the military medium. If you have any questions that you'd like, uh, you know, if you'd like Dean to address them, put your comments into the comments section. We'll be able to pick that up because this unified commenting thing is really cool. We can get comments from all the different places that we're streaming right. to. So take advantage of that. I'll watch the comments uh, while we're doing our talking here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you want to participate that way, feel free. But here's what I had in mind. And we can get to what we were talking about last week. We can get to this afterward. But I had uh, run into this post on Facebook. It was one in one of the groups. Sure. It was an interesting post because it brings up a, a question. It brings up kind of a topic, so to speak, that we kind of, we take it for granted, I think. We, we just kind of forget about this when we're talking about law of attraction and concentration and so forth. And it's the most fundamental piece of all. It's what do you want? Mm. What do you desire? And And it came up in a question that this one young man asked, uh, on this particular uh, topic that he said in Facebook. So I want to see if I can bring this up here. I've got these two windows open, and they're kind of giving me a hard time, so give me just a second here. But um, this is a guy who is high school age, and he posted a question about what high school he wants to go to. Uh, mainly he's looking for some advice. So his name is uh, Stefan. He says, hi, guys, I want to receive an answer slash guidance, but I feel like I want to do it in a meditation. He says, so what are your experiences about getting answers slash guidance in meditations or not? He says, also, I'm nervous if I do it in a meditation because I feel like I'm going to overthink too much while I'm in it. So 
please help. And so he got a number of replies. I, I replied to um, the reply I gave. I'll, I'll read that to you. I said, one of the best pieces of advice I've been given in this area is to trust your first impulse on any given question. So I found it, it's often hard to decide mm-hmm. what that first impulse is because my ego's preferences get in the way. But when I managed to let go of my preferences and just trust that the yeah. initial impulse, no matter what it is, no matter how crazy it is, then the degree of accuracy I get is pretty high. So he writes back and he says, hmm, that could be very true. In my question, it's about the right high school for me. I don't know which one I should go to. And I think that decision is very important for me. So I really can't mess it up. I have like three options, three schools. And I feel like those ones are the best for me, but I have no specific wish or passion. So I don't know which one to pick. I feel like I've been getting signs for like metal med school. And that's one of the options from these three. But I deep down, there's this feeling like, I want it and, and, and that it, I don't feel like med is what I want at all. So it's really important for me, but confusing too. And I realized when he wrote that this wasn't really about how to meditate or how to get answers. This is about knowing what it is that he wanted, what his desire was. So right. I wrote, I wrote back to him. I said, there's your real issue. You have no specific wish or passion before the universe can deliver an optimum result to you, you have to decide and make it known what you desire. What you're doing is kind of like walking up to an ice cream vendor and saying, well, what flavor should I have? Right. Well, we got 50 flavors. Pick yeah, right. one or have a scoop of each, right? Right. Flip a coin. Do something. <laughs> but you got to decide what you want. So I suggested to him, just take some time to figure out what do you desire, what's important to you, what makes you tick. Just kind of, you know, take a little internal inventory and just figure out what your desires are. So I think I, I he thought, already knows. You, you do think he knows. I, I okay. feel he already knows. I, I believe, okay. I, Walt, it is my true belief that each and every one of us already knows before we already formulate the question. Mm. Um, because really when we think about going within, we're, we're connecting to a higher sense of self. Mm-hmm. Also, there's that divine knowledge and everything else. But of course, there's the aspect of what, again, what you stated of what you desire. Go beyond, look beyond, um, the, the school. Let's, you know, let's, let's take the school out of it. Um, really, what are the qualities? You know, what are the qualities that you're looking for? What are the maybe activities? Yeah. Are, are, is there something outside of school? Uh, is there a quality of the instructors or is there a certain specific course or feel or something? And then maybe take those and seek out like, oh, well, you know, like you share, Walt, to saying you go up to ice cream vendor that has 52 flavors. Right, right. And then saying, well, I'm not really sure what I want. And it's like, well, you got 52 flavors, pick one. <laughs> and it's like, but if you could narrow it down, it would make, well, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, well, these, we only mm-hmm. have three flavors that are non-dairy. Right. And then, you know, maybe the vanilla and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, saying, well, now it makes it pretty simple because now I only got three choices instead of 52. So let's narrow it down a little bit. And so when you take out some of the things, but um, it, it is powerful, I would say, is that, again, it is my belief that he already knows. Okay. Um, he just needs to get out of his own damn way and figure it out. And I know he's like, yeah, I know, but I got to, you know, I don't. You know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. But the thing that I would share is that, uh, 
you know, go beyond what you're seeking, meaning take the school aspect out of it. Mm. It's really not about figuring out what school you want to go to. What are the qualities? How do you want to feel? What level of education do you want to get? Get specific. And again, if you don't know that, I would kind of counter with you, why the hell are you going to school? Like there has to be something that you're seeking at some level. So step it out and figure out whatever you do know. It's like, I know this, I want to go to school, (laughs) you know, know? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, Hey, I want to, I want to do a med course or whatever it is, right? Pre-med, whatever. Okay. Who offers that? What kind of med course? Is there a, is there well, a, it was interesting you, you mentioned that because he said yeah. he didn't want to go the med route. So, I mean, we, oh, okay. he actually, but, she ruled one out, which is good. Yeah. You know. So, so that's great. So maybe it's, maybe it's more tech. Maybe it's, mm-hmm. maybe it's something else. I don't know. You know, geez, there's so many options out there now. And so figure out what you want to do. And again, I think it goes back to an aspect of Walt, what you said, you need to figure out what you want, but yeah. I would also counter that with going, taking that a step beyond and take the school out of it and figure out, you know, how you want to feel exactly what you want out of the school or course, Mm -hmm. not specifically what course am I taking, but what is it you're looking for? Like I want to get, you know, and like I said, if you went up to that ice cream vendor and said, I'm lactose intolerant, he might tell you, you know what? You're SOL, buddy, because everything, <laughs> everything okay, well, I'm looking in the wrong place, right? Or maybe, again, we only have three flavors that are, you know, non-dairy. Mm-hmm. So it gives you some options, but um, that's what I would share. That Because it, it has been my experience, it has been Dean McMurray's experience, that every time that we figure it out, it's like, I kind of knew that all along. And it's always been sitting there, but it's muddled with the emotion of trying to figure it out. Ego and the emotion of, oh, my God, I'm under a timeline, finances, all these other things that are invoking a emotional response that is suppressing the information that's already there. Mm -hmm. And if we can disconnect from that somehow, some way. The answer is going to come to you, whether in meditation or doing some logical stepping it out and allowing that kind of the cream to float to the top, so to speak, if you use that analogy. But I think there's also another thing that goes on here. And it, uh, I'm going to guess, because it's a fairly safe guess these days, I'm going to guess that he's in some form of the public school system if he's talking about a high school. Sure. Um, Maybe he's got options like, you know, specific technical schools or schools or vocational schools right. or, you know, schools that specialize in theater or something like that. No. Uh, maybe, maybe that's the kind of thing he's dealing with. But overall, he's being, he's dealing with being in the public schools. And one of the things that I've really noticed a lot in my life, and I've also talked about it a little bit on the show lately, is a lot of kids come through school not knowing what they want to do in life. And yeah. I think, I think there's a real reason why that happens. It's because the way schools are traditionally structured in this country and around the world, it's the teacher who leads the way. The teacher does the planning. The teacher figures out what the class is going to do and so forth. And so the students really don't get a whole lot of opportunity to just 
try things out and just figure out, you know, just be kind of thrown into the deep end of life, so to speak, and say, okay, well, what am I going to do for the next five minutes? I have it all planned out for me. So if you get into the habit of constantly having life planned out for you, and then you get to the point where you have to make a decision for yourself, (gasps) what do I do? I've never done that. I don't have any experience with that, you know? So I think that's part of what's going on here. And and it's interesting that he brings it up this way. And not that we need to go down that rabbit hole either, but you know, I, you talked about a little bit and when, when, when kids get done high school, right. Mm-hmm. And they get into that college mode, um, either they start something like a working on a degree that they think sounds yep. cool yep. or somebody pressured them into Ugh. somehow, whether parents or somebody else, you need to do this. You need to follow in dad's footsteps or right. whomever. Right. And, or, or even friends or whatever, but how many people, and I didn't go through college myself, Mm -hmm. but how I I know this happens a lot is, you know, halfway through or, you know, little ways through kids are going to change your major, right? Sure. Because what they, they start learning enough about it. And it's like, Ooh, I, I I don't don't know if I like that. Yeah. Even though I haven't, like, I'm starting to meet people that are doing the job. And I don't know if I like what and how cool would it be to, you know, have the opportunity instead of raising young adults um, that are trained more for the industrial revolution versus, hey, you know, we're going to match them with um, areas that they have a love and a passion for mm-hmm. and that they're really gifted at. Because when you love what you do, you're really not working. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I love coming to work so much each and every day. And, uh, you know, I couldn't see myself doing anything else, right? And, that, and that's where the, the self-love piece, I think, comes in. That's yeah. Because you, you've taken the time to get to know yourself, to, take, yeah. to, to like, ask yourself, who am I? What, what, what am I about in this life? Where, where do I actually respond well and where do I respond poorly so I can start getting the idea of what I like? And then... Then it's just, I think it's also about just trying things, you know, not, not, not like I'm going to take a job for the next two years and see if I like it. I'm going to try something for the next five minutes to see if I like it. Yeah. And then another thing for the next five minutes and then another thing and then another thing. And then you stumble on one that, Ooh, I like that one. That's fine. Well, take the, you know, go back to your ice cream analogy, right? How do you know you like chocolate ice cream? Because you tried it at one point. And you know that a certain brand of whatever flavor, right? You like what Mm -hmm. you tasted or didn't. And, uh, you know, so, you know, so you had different experience. And that's, of course, how we build our database in our head, right? What are likes and dislikes Mm -hmm. for everything? And the same for, for work. So, you know, I guess I'd go back to, to his question is, is, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, continue to build that, that, um, oh, the, the resolve and, and, you know, the ability, but that self love, but continue working on that. Um, but, you know, really just to, uh, you know, get clear on really what you want. And it's not about school. School is going to be there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, the, the the school piece, I think, lands for itself when you get more clear about what your desires are. Yeah. It's not like it's going to be a difficult question at that point. Right. Because, because I mean, if, even if you can narrow it down just a little bit, like you were saying, I mean, do you want to do technical type stuff? Do you want to do medical type stuff? Do you want to right. do, you know, 
uh, vocational? Do you want to do something yeah. with English? Do you want to do something with the government? Do you, I mean, if you could just right. narrow it down to some degree, well, and, it's and going to be pretty, e- pretty much easier to figure out which school is going to be the better step to take toward that direction. You know, in a logical thing, just think, even thinking of as a parent, right? A parent of a teenager is, you know, you know, I would ask my first question to him would be like, have you visited with a counselor? Because these are, these are logical steps that a counselor looks at, right? And that kind of goes, okay, what do you, just like, you know, Walt, you were saying, what are you thinking of? Are more right. on the technical side of the house? You want to work on cars or maybe, uh, work with your hands, you know, electrician or something right. like that, plumber, whatever, or maybe it's, um, you know, something else, um, is that, you know, in the medical field, is that in the government side, yeah. is that in the, and then if we get an interest area, then, you know, kind of in a ballpark, then we can start narrowing that down. And when, uh, when you I, talked about the idea that he was pro, he probably already knew the answer. This is where I would kind of yeah. tend to agree with you on that because he probably has a feeling deep down about something that he likes, but yeah. I'm going to guess he doesn't dare bring it up because there's no clear, you know, career path or there's not a clear educational path. So, I mean, well, you know, it would be irresponsible to bring up X, whatever X is, you know, yeah. so. If, if you like downhill skiing, maybe that's an example of it. You know, you, right. there's no career in downhill skiing, so you don't go to school for downhill skiing, <laughs> you know, that kind of a thing. But if, if you want my psychic two cents, I feel something in the line of like, um, like speech pathology, something. Mm. I, I don't know if that's the term speech pathology. I know there's speech folks out there that help mm-hmm. kids. Right. Um, with all that and, and they do a lot of other things too, but, um, like speech something, therapy, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Kind of, uh, mm-hmm. that, that's the vibe that I got. It could okay. be something in there. I know that's, it's not really medical. Yeah. Um, and of course it could, it's, uh, of course they're hired by the school district. So, yeah. um, or you can be a, uh, you know, depending on your area, maybe it's, uh, supported to be a, uh, uh, a contractor, right? You work for businesses or corporations to go and do it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it could be foreign languages, whatever, but something about speech. That's, 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 that's a vibe that I was getting. Start with, uh, start with what, uh, subjects he likes. I mean, he's been in school yeah. for some period of time now, right? He's been exposed right. to some subjects. Which ones do you like? Which ones are you not yeah. only good at, but you enjoy? You know, there's a good right. place to start with your, with your search. I wish I had done that. I didn't get good advice in that area. I I got terrible advice. But (laughs) if I had had the good advice, I'd be doing something in the mathematics field right now. But unfortunately, that didn't work out. (laughs) But, I mean, that's really the best place to go is to go where where is your strength? Where do you feel good? What's the one thing? That you do, this is like, I think I told you about the Sudbury model school, right? The, um, the, the one thing that the Sudbury type kid does is to ask himself, what's the one thing that I could just keep doing over and over and over and over again? Cause I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to have a career attached to it. And we're not looking for something that necessarily has a paycheck. Just what do you like doing? Cause that's at least a starting point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and when you, this is where law of attraction comes into it. When you're focusing more attention, on that thing that you love so much that feels so good to you that you just can't give up doing it because you just want to keep doing it and doing it. The more that you focus attention on it, the more other ideas come your way. 
He's looking for the meditation to tell him which school to go to. Well, how about being able to focus on the thing that you like and you start getting ideas about how to, you know, maybe here's another angle I haven't thought of it before that actually leads to a career path for right. downhill skiing or whatever it is. Right. You know, maybe for him, it's opening a ski shop. I'm, I'm just kind of making that up, but right. you know, well, it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the point is that he is, it, it, he, he, I think he has an idea of what he likes. He's just not allowing himself to like it. Mm. He's not allowing, allowing himself to say, I have a right to a desire. Mm. Well, I know there's other people out there too going, well, Walton Dean, I, you know, it, it, it's great to say that, you know, the, the question of what is the one thing that I could do over and over and over and over again? And I'd never get tired of that. And maybe there's an individual out there right now going, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go through, you know, make a list of everything that I enjoy, but mm-hmm. there's not one thing that I've experienced yet that I could just do endlessly yet. And I'm sympathetic because I was yeah. like that for years. It took me you a know long what time I would, to find something. You know what I would say to that though is then don't focus on the thing, focus on the emotion. Yes. Saying, okay, follow the emotion because it's going to lead you to the thing. Right. So, Focus on how you want to feel then. Mm-hmm. If the thing hasn't shown up that you want to do over and over and over and over again, follow the vibration or the emotion of how you want to feel. Right. And allow that to lead you to the thing. And the thing will, you know, one, you know, one string will lead to the other. And next thing you know, you got a damn rope. So, um, that's what happens. Know. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because what what are the what's the one thing that entrains energy entrains unto itself as our friend Cindy right. Chavez used to right. say, and and it's true. The more that you focus your attention on what feels yeah. good to you, what 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 you enjoy, what you love, even if it's not a thing, if it's just the feeling, the more that you attach to that, the more you're going to get other stuff attached to it. I mean, it just kind right. of trains along, you know. Right. So you're right. That's exactly the right thing to do. And, and ultimately, it's not like we have to really work at it very hard. You don't, you don't have to stay there very long. Pretty soon you start attaching things to it. I mean, it just, we live in a thing universe. So we're just going to do that naturally. We don't have to worry about, oh, geez, I can't come up with a thing. <laughs> don't have to do that. <laughs> just right. go to the feeling. The it's feeling will take you there the real feeling. quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? Yeah. So, so it's a, it was a good question he raised, but I, I think it is. And it know? opens up a whole nuance of, of questions, but then also solutions because this, mm-hmm. there's multiple solutions to his question. Yes. Um, it's just depending on where he is currently, how he wants to plug into it. Right. Um, but yeah, and sometimes it can be so frustrating, right? Because we feel that either we're under the gun or there's the pressure mm-hmm. of, and we're like, ah, oh, I gotta make a decision, but I, yeah. I, I feel brain locked, the vapor lock, right? And, and, uh, you know, how do you do that? And, um, yeah, it can be a challenge sometimes. Especially when you're in high school age, high school age. I mean, that's a lot of a, pressures, right? There, there are pressures. You're all of a sudden, all of the routines are shifting. Everything that you used to know is now, is now playing out differently and you're having to adjust, which is by the way, what life's all about, making adjustments to change. Right. right. But nevertheless, it's a little bit, a little bit frightening. And, and a lot of the changes are inside. That's the other thing that's a little bit confusing. You got these inside changes going on at the same time, but the outside changes are going on. And, you know, it can, it can kind of throw you for a loop until you get used to doing it. it. Well, and it can, and, you know, and I really sympathize for the kids that, um, the school age kids that from, you know, 
preschool on, you know, all the way up, but mm-hmm. to seniors, you know, de- dealing with, um, you know, COVID and everything. And I know oh, yeah. every state and every, every school district is different across, uh, you know, the United States, but, um, you know, I, I know that can add another layer to everything. Yes. And has been really hard, um, on a lot of students. So that can be a, it can be a challenge, but, um, yeah. So it's, um, trust your intuition. Um, that's, that's a huge one. Follow, follow those divine breadcrumbs as a friend of mine says. Well, that's a big piece of it because clearly he wasn't, he did, he hadn't really learned how to trust his own intuition yet. That was part that's of what right. his original question yeah. was, you right. know, and he was still trying to, to divine how to do that, which I'm right. sympathetic to because I'm right. still trying to learn how to do that too. And <laughs> right. I'm a few years too. older. <laughs> Me too. Well, you know, and kudos to him though, because he's trying. Yes. Any movement, even if you feel that you're doing the doggy paddle in the deep end. Yes. And you're barely keeping your head out of water. Guess mm-hmm. what? You're moving. That's you're right. making movement, even if you feel that you're standing still. Yep. Any movement in any direction is movement. Mm. So kudos to him. Even if he feels that he's like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. This is just, I'm going in circles, mm-hmm. you know, and, but. It's, it's progress, even if it doesn't feel like it. Um, sure. standing still is not progress. Right. It's okay to rest, but you don't want to stop. And, no. um, you know, that's, that's when life gets miserable, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, so no, he's, I, I feel good things for him. I, I do. Okay. I, I really do. He'll figure, he'll, he'll figure it out. So. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like the, the light bulb will come on, but right, yeah, right, I feel, right. I feel good energy around it. So. Okay. Good. Well, that was a, a, a good, uh, that was a warm up for. Yeah. There was a warm up. We got the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We, well, neither one of us did our homework, which is kind of, uh, I, I know, know right? Yeah. Especially when we're talking about a school subject here, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, well, let's see what we can do with it anyway. I'm going to kind of lean on you a bit because you're much more of the expert at this field than I am. Oh, the eyes are getting big. He's really scared now. <laughs> but well, let's just do it this way. When you first started to recognize that you had some psychic ability, you started doing some mediumship stuff and so forth. How did it come out and what did you do anything to kind of you know, bring it out, encourage it and so forth. Because that might be the place for us to start. Well, it kind of came out like x lax No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that image. It I was really so like I, everybody's like, oh, Dean, did you just get, yeah, I kind of did. Universal x lax ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> um, well, kind of in a sense, you know, See, a there's joke, a, but there's a it, reason why my face is so red. And, and, right. and we it were was, talking earlier about how it might be summer. It's actually it's I'm just a little, about the conversation. a little yeah. TMI, a little TMI. Yeah, uh, now, bit. now, mm-hmm. now Walt will have a visual. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> but, um, no, in a sense, I know it kind of sounds gross, but in a sense, it was, it wasn't the, the figurative. Um, you know, X lax, but it, it, because it, it was all at once. Um, and that's what it felt like. Of course, it was, it, it was in a very short time for me. Um, and it was interesting because when I look back on it, um, you know, a lot of people, for a lot of people, it's very, how do I want to call it? Very 
ladder-esque, if you will, because they'll start like take, yeah, kind of like steps, right? And they'll take a, um, you know, kind of an inward journey. And then it goes into maybe more of a spiritual development class and maybe intuition. And then they get into deeper and they're spelled. So it may be stair stepping up, right? Progressive. And for me, it was just that, you know, and I've shared, you know, my story over and over again, but talking about how it just came on really in a short period of time. And it was like, boom, here it is. And it was like, whoa, now, you know, I got to sit in my lap and now what? And now I have to figure out, you know, what do I do with this now? And it was almost like going in reverse. Now, all of a sudden, hey, Dean, you're a medium. And then it was like started taking these classes and kind of learning about, oh, that's what intuition is. or mm-hmm. And I was just having experiences. It was just like, boom. So figuratively, right. when I say, when I joke and say, it was kind of like taking the universal x in a sense, for me, it was because everything was happening in such a short time. And so, you know, this, I could probably find a, a nicer analogy, but it was like, you know, kind of going right out of the frying pan into the fire for me personally, because it was so much so soon, but that's what was needed for me. Mm-hmm. It was because, okay, now you're at the point in your life where everything is ending for one career and we're, we're starting on that three year downward trend. I was getting ready to retire and here was just the birth of my, my last of my two children, right? So, you know, like there was an ending and then, okay, now we need to start a new cycle. Okay. And so it was like, okay. And it was like, hang on. Cause here we go. We're not, we're not slowing down. You're just going to go zero to a hundred. And it's like building a, a house on, on the freeway. It's like, you got to leave your, your garage to 70, you know? <laughs> so it's like, but for some, it's like that for, for others, it's, it's slow and soft, you know, and, and progressive. Um, everybody's different, but what I guess what I'm sharing is this is it, it all came on, you know, in a short period of time and then, but I did go and, you know, I did take classes. I did, you know, figuring out, okay, what does this mean? And there was a lot of self-reflection time because at the same time I was doing readings and figuring out because that's what you, came you, read, first. You, you were doing readings of other people, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so at the same time, I'm kind of developing my, I guess my intuition. And I was really learning right along because remember my mediumship abilities are the first that bloomed. And so I wasn't like, Oh, Hey, look at my intuitive abilities. Oh, that's fun to sense other people. No, it was like, you know, dead grandma showing up, boom, you know, slap you across the face and Mm. let's get the proverbial crap together. And, you know, um, so then it was, you know, as I was kind of working with the universe on how it communicated to me at the same time, it was almost like a symbiotic relationship that it was, um, I was kind of learning to trust my intuition, like, Oh, when I receive this sign or when I receive this feeling, this is what that means. 
So I was building my internal dialogue with not only those in spirit, but with the universe. So intuitively, at the same time, it was being built. Um, but so I, and I know some people out there was like, oh, you know, I took a, you know, my girlfriend took me to a class about developing your intuition or I read a book or, or I had an experience. And then, so when I say for some, it's very progressive, like, right. you know, they did it in nice little steps. Some others, you know, go from <laughs> again, zero to a hundred and feels like, oh my God, you know, it's like, you know, take a ride on the, on the space shuttle. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, we're, we're taking a ride here. So it's different for everybody. And that's what I, part of it. That's what I love because there's not, there's no two people experiences the same that could be similar, but it's never the same. And that's, what's cool to hear about different people's journey because it's like, well, how did it happen for you? And they might've known, well, ever since I was little, like, you know, that was just a normal thing, dead people hanging around. And then, <laughs> yeah, I've you know, maybe, maybe somebody's family always talked about spirituality and intuition mm-hmm. and whatever. You know, I think that's cool. Um, for others, you know, like me, it was, you know, was later in life. Um, could be a near death experience for somebody that was the, the catalyst. Um, it, there's so many incidents. You can't just pick one. Um, and so, but yeah, and, but I, I guess what I want to share out of all of this is regardless of how it shows up for you or whatever journey you're on, you know, especially in the beginning until you feel comfortable working with it, take some type of, I guess, training or read something or that inspires you or guides you, um, you know, or in, intuition circle was, was super helpful for me, you know, a like group of people in the beginning that are very supportive, especially when you're a little freaked out and timid and, yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. but, Absolutely. but it's fun because then everybody, you do these exercises and yeah. So if you, if you have those or friends and if you don't have one around you, build one, you know, with like-minded people, um, there's all kinds of stuff, but I would share is work at it, continue to craft it, work, flex that intuitive muscle. Um, whether you're a medium or a healer or a, just a, a budding intuitive, whatever, I don't care what you're doing. Or, or a podcast talk show host. Or, I mean. or a podcast talk show host. <laughs> I mean, with, with an awesome Tam. We got the. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the lighting guys i don't know why it's doing this but uh we'll find you're looking good walt you're looking good i I, wish i I had that tent see i don't (laughs) i have that i can't even get that i mean it actually looks like a very painful sunburn from my it kind of does to be quite honest but but it's not there at all no on on the other hand what i had before i was looking pale so this is like you know i need to find somewhere in between you know just like a medium ground right Just, just a light sun kiss tan if we put that filter <laughs> up. Right. <laughs> once we're actually out there on a regular basis, then I'll get a real tan and then the, I'm sure right. the camera will have a nicer time with it. But for the moment, right. you know, we'll just deal with what we got. But, uh, uh, all right. So that was, that was a great uh, presentation you gave there. Great introduction. Unfortunately, uh, I, I couldn't find any way to hook into it for myself. So I'm going to come at it a, in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you may be hearing my voice a little bit differently. I found out I had the wrong mic on. So, you know, Forgive me. We're still figuring out these new settings for StreamYard. <laughs> but, 
like I wrote to to, to uh, Stefan, the guy who the young yeah, who was writing yeah. about his high school. I said to him something. This is actually something I picked up from my my sister, who was t- taking a number of classes a number of years ago on this subject, um, which was to to go with the first impulse. And I have tried to do that many many times in the past with varying degrees of success. I have stories that I can tell. In fact, I I wrote a couple that I put into the ebook that we added to the LOA Today app um, that that uh, was added, I guess, about a month and a half ago. And one of those stories was how I'm a poker player. I like playing online poker. And I won a tournament purely on intuition, which was really an interesting thing to do. I managed to get myself into that zone where I was just trusting whatever my first impulse was. And I made some plays that, you know, if I was playing my regular game, I would have said, you got to be kidding me. That's the stupidest (laughs) thing in the world to do. And I would win doing that. I'd get, you know, I'd be up against pocket aces with a seven, two off suit and I'd win, you know, it was that kind of craziness. Um, but it was an interesting experience. And on those occasions where I've been able to pull it off and really just ignore whatever my ego is telling me, whatever my common sense is telling me and so forth, I can get to that place where I get good stuff. I just don't get there very often. A lot of the time, probably most of the time I find myself, you know, I, I'm thinking, Oh, that was my first impulse. No, it wasn't. Well, how do I know? Because it's what I really, really want. And I know that's not it. <laughs> you know, so I guess what I'm trying to describe is, you know, that, that push me, pull you. How do you, how do you do that? How do you separate your, your personal impulse from the stuff that's coming through? And that's a great question. That's such a loyal <laughs> I know it is. You, you got to ask the hard but questions. It's the root, it's the root yeah. of the issue. The it root really is. of the issue. Like, how do you, yeah not feel that you're emotionally swaying the outcome of what you want, right? Right, yeah, exactly. And, well, you know, you can do it in a couple ways. There, There's a couple ways. Actually, you know, before we were going live, I was actually clearing a client's uh, energy with the, the dousing rod. The dowser. Oh, okay. dousing rod, as I hold it up for the camera. And um, I didn't have my pendulum down here. Um, but we can influence tools, too, right? And I, I want to start with talking about tools, and talking about that. And because pendulums and L rods for dousing, you can get yes or no answers, right? Or if you got a chart, they can point towards certain things. And, but a lot of times you, you can physically manipulate them to give you the answer. So say there was an answer around, let's pick a good one, something about finances, because that usually invokes a lot of emotional response. Right? Yep. And so maybe it's a, uh, trying to find out if a uh, a commitment of a large amount of money is within your highest good or you know the best fit for you. Sure. And you know, and obviously, right away, maybe your brain is going, "Oh my God, that is thousands of dollars," mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh my God, how am I going to afford that?" Yeah. Or you know, and, but the thing is, is if you really, really, really want it and, but there's an aspect of you that is scared, you can be like, you know, the, the, the reptilian part of your brain going, no, not today. Right. We, we'll pass on the price. And I understand that there's aspect that we do have to, because we do live in a 3D logical world. There's an aspect of us that has to go there, that we have to look at our bank account. We have to look at what's within our means. 
But the other aspect too is when we connect to the energetic sense is that we understand that, you know, if there's a way I, I trust that I'm going to say yes to this and trust that I can manifest the money. There is that aspect, right? And so going back to the tool aspect is if I was to ask it a yes or a no question in regards to that, what I have done in the past is I almost look away from the tool and I kind of hold it away from me because thinking I don't want to know the answer. So I'm trying to separate my, my, my mind, my logical mind from the outcome of and then all I do is when I ask it, then I look over at my hand like, you know, what's he saying? It sounds yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. too different. And then I look at that. That's one way I've done it. Okay. Another way is if you have a partner. So, for example, my wife does pendulum work and everything else as well. And what we do regularly, um, if we want to be, in, you know, sure of the answer is we ask what we call a, a blind question. And we ask the question quietly in our mind and we just say, okay, go ahead. And then, you know, the other person gets a yes or no and say no, because we don't know what they're, what's being asked. And, but if, but if my wife was to go, well, I really want to know whether or not, you know, I should take that trip with my girlfriends or whatever. I could be like, oh my God, that's so much money or, you know, oh hell no, I don't want you going with them or whatever. There's now all of a sudden, now I know what she wants. Now I've tied an emotional response to the outcome. Now my, how can I trust my, what I'm getting if I've already tied an emotional response to that? So sometimes it's good just to ask somebody a blind question um, okay. without even, you know, asking it out verbally. Now, the other one that's a little bit harder is if you're by yourself, which happens quite often, and you're trying to make a decision. Let's go back to the young man that asked a question about schools. Right. Maybe it comes down, maybe boils it down to two schools mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I want to know which school to go to. Um, I have two choices now and, you know, and taking an account of all the other things we said earlier. And, you know, there's probably one that holds the highest vibration for the individual. Um, so number one, which, you know, without really thinking about it or the why you want to do something, whether purchase something, make an investment in a course or whatever, or maybe uh, go to a certain school. How do they make you feel? And this is what I mean. Everything is vibration. Some feel very, what I call light and fluffy. That's the energy, how it feels to me. That's how I describe it. Some feel dense and kind of uh, like a low tire. Think of it's not very supportive, lofty, right? And some feel kind of spiky, right? Like almost like if you were to run your fingers over a bunch of... um Nails driven through a board, right? It would feel yeah, kind of sure. rough and spiky, right? So like a right. bar graph, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. So, and so when you do that, you know, you have to come, I guess, understand how the energies feel to you, how you can understand them. But how do each of the whatever the options feel to you energetically? So a lot of times in the readings, if you've ever listened in the past, Walt, a lot of times, because I'm a huge feeler, I'm reading the energy around a potential outcome. 
And so when I read the energy, I'm like, it feels like, or, and then if almost like the energy almost starts to manifest in a, in a dense way to formulate a picture for me. And so if it feels the best around, say, option A, and because I'm like, ooh, that energy feels so nice and supportive and be like, ooh, I don't, you know, who likes dragging their hands across a bunch of nails, right? Very rough, spiky, not supportive, you know, light like feathers, very fluffy, whatever, very nice, Um you know, that to me would be, hey, that's that's good energy, right? Or very buzzy, whatever you want to call it. Now, there's, so there's, some, there's, there's a side question that goes along with this. Though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The side question is, what if, well, there are two ways I can go at this. Yeah. Um, what, let, let's do it the first way. What if none of it feels good? And the reason Ooh. I bring that up is it ties into the second one. Because the second yeah. one is, this is something I've kind of learned over time from doing this podcast and talking mm-hmm. to people like you who know a lot more than I do about this stuff and realizing no matter what I'm talking about, whether we're talking about this kind of, you know, using intuition mm-hmm. or it's getting what I want, attracting what I want, or it's, it's uh, shifting a day that's not working the way I want it to work. No matter what it is, yeah. I will always undermine myself if I try to make this change while I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling low vibe. Mm. Yep. So it's a reminder, yep. I always need to get myself into a higher vibe space, the highest I can reach for at that particular moment in time yep. before I try to do that's, anything, no matter what it is. Yep. And, and that's, and, a and great that's what point. I found is the best, that, that's the best answer. I think, I mean, you tell me, you're more of an expert. I, yeah. That no, is the no, best answer for how you yeah. deal with, what if all the answers are, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like quite, that. Quite honestly, I mean, if you're feeling like crap, why, you know, and you're, any answer you're going to get, probably feel like crap, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so 90% of the answers you're going to get is just, it's not going to be great for whatever reason, your energy's low. Yep. So whether you need to, you know, whatever that is, however you can get your vibration into a higher space, then you need to do that. And that should be, you know, your number one thing before you even start tapping into these higher realms because if your vibration is low, guess what? You got to use 10 times more energy to connect. But I would also share is that, you know, also ask yourself, are you, are you got a cold? Do you have an injury? Um, What kind of environment are you in? Um, It could be very hostile. You know, did you just have a fight with your, your mom, your brother, your spouse, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, all these things, environment can have a huge player on it. But I also you, want to you share. You look like that, you have a sunburn. I mean, that's yeah, or that could be. It's like, ooh, you know. Um, but I want to share this. Um, I had a going back a number of years. Um, I had a tour planned. It was called the Red, White, and You Tour, hmm. and okay. it where I was going to go around the, the country and do living room galleries. So you think of Teresa Caputo in your living room doing a um a home hosted gallery and right. it would do it by states and mm-hmm. so sell tickets and all that right yep so first state that was lined up actually which was crazy um i went from concept to posting it to having tickets um ordered within I want to say an hour. It was crazy. Wow. It almost kind of, it almost went kind of viral. Oh like, right. And I was like, whoa. And I was so, I was riding this wave of elation and excitement. And I just got like 
excited because I was yeah. like, wow. And I started, you know, doing all the stuff, press releases. And I mean, we were getting crazy. And, um, so yeah, it was crazy. And it, we were going to, I was going to start in, it was just me and I was going to start in Washington state and it was going to be one, two, four stops. And it was going to be in the span of a week. Okay. And so I want to tell you guys, there was quite a bit of financial commitment on my part because mm. there was a plane ticket, there was lodging, there was meals, right? There was, um, and then also on top of it, I have to sell tickets and for the platforms, I have to pay a fee and everything else. Right. But right. I didn't really have the funds to start all this up. Mm. So to fund the program, I, or this tour, I was selling tickets to fund it. Yeah. And so to pre-sale, right? right? And so, which was fine. And, but the night before that I was supposed to fly out. Yeah. I just had a bad feeling. I just, mm. I did not feel good. And I thought, cause it was, it was kind of a big deal for me. And I was feeling a lot of pressure and I was like, Oh my God, what happens? You know, the, the yeah. could or should have what is and yeah. And, uh, and I kept on feeling like something was off, not something wasn't good. And so I asked several blind questions. Like I felt that I should not go, but I was like, it's just the jitters. It's just, I'm, I'm scared. You know, I, I was just trying to, you know, but I was like, I, yep. But I was like, you know what? I need to check. I don't want to be over, you know, over cautious or anything. And two, well, it was actually, I checked four times with two separate people at different times, didn't tell them blind questions again, and got very clearly that I was not supposed to go. Wow. Yeah. And so it was 10 o'clock at night, the night before I was supposed to fly out um, uh, at noon the next day. And it was 10 o'clock at night. I'm sweating. And I'm like, and I felt sick to myself. I could have literally wow. threw up. Wow. And I said, I looked at my wife. I said, you're going to think I'm crazy. And she was like, what? And I was like, I, I got four times and I'm not supposed to go. And she goes, you know what's crazy? She said, I haven't felt good about this whole trip that you were going to take. Oh, my. And I was like, and you didn't say something. And she was like, I saw how excited you were. And, yeah. you know, and, and so being a supportive wife, I mean, sure, she's awesome, right? right? Yeah. And, but I was like, well, next time, could you say something? Like, you know, so it's <laughs> so like, hello. And, but I was like, you know, and, sh- and I was like, but I said, I feel sick because here's why. Because I had all, if I canceled, I knew this, that first off, I was like, I'd have to refund all the tickets. Right. Well, that money was already spent on the airline ticket and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, if I can get that money back, I don't know. Mm. And I was like, how? And she was like, and I was just, I was almost physically ill. Sure. And my wife, you know, kind of the word of of wisdom, she was like, when are the dates for these events? She said, not a problem. Do you have enough to cover refunding the tickets for the first event? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay. So that gives you X amount of days to get funds to cover the next event the next month Mm -hmm. so step it out and i was like okay and so i was on the phone for the next hour notifying phone and email and facebook met the all the hosts 
for all the events and then right. canceling the Airbnb, the flight. I didn't, uh, I never did get re, um, I only get a partial refund for the flight mm. lost. Uh, it was, was it 90, like 90% of the Airbnb fee. Like yeah. I lost a lot of money, but there was a lot of money that, and, and I want to share this is that there was a lot of money I still had to come up with. And I was like, oh, how am I going to do this within a week? Walt, within a week, I generated more income than I needed to cover the costs of refunding the tickets. And of course, I gave the people that, you know, I sent them all, everybody emailed, um, you know, uh, emails and all the ticket holders and said, if you would like to turn your your ticket into uh, something that we can do through the computer. I'll, I'll do that. But of course, everybody wanted to refund their money, which I completely understand. And so, but what was cool was that I made more money. I still lost money, but I made more money than I needed to reimburse them. Right. right. And I was like, how did I do Like, how did I do that? Because I was driven. I was focused yeah. on this is what I was attracting because it was like, you know, the old aspect of when, when they say that, you know, somebody's not attracting enough is because you're not hungry enough. You know, when we, when, when we're successful, sometimes we get lazy sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when we're, when things are maybe rougher, like we're down there grinding a little bit harder, right? We're out there, you know, coming up with ideas and manifesting that stuff towards us. And that's what happened for me. And so when I look at it and say, when situations like that, like, um, you know, Hey, here, cancel this whole tour that you had lined up. And I had other States, uh, I hadn't sold any tickets yet, but they were starting to line up behind that. So I was like, if this first one goes well, then we're looking at going out to New York and doing the, uh, you know, all yeah. that area. And then we right. do the South and, right. you know, so yeah. So it was kind of, uh, kind of becoming a big deal. And then it just all fell apart. And I was like, and of course my ego was like, Oh my God. It's like, you know, completely, you know, feeling like my world was falling apart and it was sure. like, um, letting everybody down. And it was, it was pretty tough time, but you know what is when I look back on it, it was not a failure. It was not some, cause I learned so very much. From mm, yeah. Number one, to listen to my intuition, even if it doesn't work out and the you way followed that it too. Yeah. Because Ultimately. I was like, and I was like, you know, we tell our clients each and every day, listen to your intuition. I said, what, you know, I said, how much do we listen to ours? I said, do we, do we only listen to a certain dollar amount? And then after that, it's like, <laughs> screw it. Or do we, or do we follow it to the letter and saying, mm -hmm. you know what? I'll follow this till I bleed. Like my life depends on my intuition. Like I will listen to it. I believe in all my being in it. And I was like, yeah, I do. And she was like, well, then trust it. And I still don't know to this day why. I don't know if there was something within my, you know, um, planning that fell through that I was, you know, in, in getting stuck out in Washington state and, you know, in my rush to, to get this thing together. Um, was it, um, around the same time in Western Washington or sorry, Eastern Washington, Northeast 
and Wenatchee, um, they were having wildfires. Was that part of it? I know there was some fires close to the event where I was going to have an event. Um, there was some shootings in certain areas. So yeah, I don't know, but, um, the thing that I can tell you is that I listened. And I think that's so very important that we don't always have to know why. It's listening is the important thing. Even when our ego is like, I feel so crushed. I feel, and oh boy, did I feel just like an utter, sure you did. Oh, I, yeah. utter failure because here I was of, I mean, we booked, I was working with uh, somebody like a quote unquote publicist. And we, I mean, we were doing radio spots. We were doing, mm. I was pushing all of this PR ahead of me. And I said, we need to spin this up, right? To gain a lot of traction. And, and, um, so we were trying this whole campaign type deal. Wow. And, yeah. uh, it was kind of crazy and it was fun, but at the same time it was, and no wonder <laughs> it was like when I got done, I was like, no wonder everybody has like a huge crew that, you know, that oh, staff yeah. of publicists yeah. instead of just one or two people that do it. You know, it's completely utter, utterly exhausting, but. Um, but I want to share is that even if your ego does not feel fulfilled and it feels like a slap in the face, it's not a failure. That's a good point. Yeah. Trusting your intuition is a win. And every I can actually tell a story. single I mean, time. We, we have, um, only about two minutes left that, uh, in the show, two, two to three minutes. Um, but just enough time to share a story that is very much along the same line. This is when Louise and I were married. Um, we actually did two honeymoons. This was our, what we call our second honeymoon. We went to Barbados, uh, about nine months after we got married. And in Barbados, we were, um, let's see, how did it work exactly? We were in the downtown area of, I can't think what the capital of Barbados is, um, Bridgetown. We were in, the, we were in the downtown area of Bridgetown, right near where the cruise ships come in. And there was a park down there. And we were just kind of strolling along, uh, and, we decided we're going to walk toward the park and I, I, I don't know what it was to this day. I can't tell you what it was. We got about halfway th into the entrance area to the park and I just stopped. And Louise said, what is it? I said, I don't know. And she says, what is it? What, I mean, what, what are you feeling? I, I don't know. It's, I just doesn't feel right. I don't know why it just doesn't feel right. So she instantly said, well, then let's not go into the park. I said, I guess. Okay. I mean, I had no trust in it at all. I just had this overwhelming feeling. Right. Right. So we didn't go into the park and to this day. We wondered what happened that might've been, you know, waiting, maybe some horrible thing waiting for us in the park. We don't know, but we did get a, an event that followed. And this may be, this is kind of like our theory of what it was really all about. This may be why I was getting the feeling because we immediately turned. Now we were on a main Avenue going down toward the docks, right? We, we just turn our bodies toward the street and a, ca a cab comes up. And we wave him down and ask him, can you, you know, can you give us a ride back to our hotel? And he says, sure. We, we get in to uh, take the ride with him and we end up cutting a deal with him to become our personal tour guide for the rest of the time we were there. So he gave us a complete tour of the island. So wow. our theory is I got this feeling because I needed to turn right so I could wave Steve down. So he'd give us, you know, these great tours. He, I mean, he gave us way beyond what the tourists right. did. He got, right. he gave us the local viewpoint. And it was nice. wonderful. It just made the whole vacation. So nice. there's an example of how it actually worked out in a way. Yeah. That we didn't isn't that, isn't that cool? How, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it, 
it's just there for your your highest good, right? It's it's there to support you. So you know, so so we're gonna me. have to actually pick up our intention of what we were gonna do this week. We'll have to do it next week because we ran out of time for this. Yeah, week. yeah. So, so let's get in touch, and you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do those. Week. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right. all right. So thank you very much, listeners, and uh, we'll see you all next time. And uh, thank you also to the podcast listeners who put up with all the visual descriptions that don't make any sense to you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next time here on LRA Today. Goodbye, everybody.